Most of us have clothes that we've loved for years, maybe even decades, but it's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. If you're looking for more pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. All American Giant clothing is created with a commitment to doing things better. From the materials they use down to the last stitch in every piece. And everything is made right here in America, in partnership with people and communities. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll appreciate as soon as you receive your order. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code LT23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code LT23. Come engage with us. Sawiga Council on Aging is Southwest Georgia's local aging and disability resource connection for information on aging or living with a disability. Let the Council on Aging connect you to your home-delivered meals and group meals, personal care services, transportation needs, and many more resources. Call 800-282-6612. Making aging more engaging. Sawiga Council on Aging. Come engage with us. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. And here, those secrets are revealed. Teacher, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. Welcome back to the show. I appreciate your patronage. I appreciate you coming back time and time again to listen to what they don't want you to know. Today, I have something special, something planned out for you going back in time because the times that we live in right now are approaching the calamities that follow. In other words, we are bound to see more destruction, more calamities, more horror, blood, and bloodshed in the following days, weeks, months, and years. So we are coming up on this. So wouldn't it be nice to know what happens during those calamities? Well, I want to bring you this special episode because you've been such a follower of my show that I want to bring you a special episode on preparedness and what to do and what not to do. You see, my family, we were in Puerto Rico when a hurricane, Maria, struck land. But this hurricane was special because it was actually the most powerful hurricane ever to hit landfall. So you can imagine the destructions were as if you were at the end of the world. I lived it, we lived it, and I wanted to bring you this so that you can understand what it's like to be at the end of the world. Now, you're patrons of this show. You subscribe to this show. You come back time and time and again. And so I thought I'd give you a bonus treat here. But I'd also ask you to support this channel. And the best way to support this channel right now is to come back and listen to one of your favorite episodes that you've heard before. So just go back, hit play on any one of those episodes that you previously enjoyed. Uh, An episode perhaps about the common core, perhaps about alternative fuel, perhaps about communications and shortwave radio, and it being probably the only communication that's going to be left on the planet after calamities. Hit play on any one of these shows to support my show so that we can keep coming back and giving you more episodes like this one. Uh, 
Also, if you'd like to become an actual patron to the show, go to patreon.com and look up Professor Zero and sign up to become a patron. You're going to get bonus material, bonus uh, uh, added footage, bonus recordings every month if you do so. But for right now, enjoy the show and thank you for coming back time and time again to what they don't want you to know. Enjoy the end of the world. Category 5. Maria. What if the end of the world struck you today? What if calamities, destruction, chaos, mobocracy happened and it took you by surprise, took you unawares and you were not prepared or ill-prepared? Prophets, apostles, scriptures have been saying and warning for years about the end of the world, that it's coming, that it's upon us. But who's paying attention? Almost nobody. But what if that day were today? Are you prepared? Do you have food storage? Do you have enough water, electricity, supplies? This series will take you live as a word of warning to what will happen eventually to you. Because we are living it. This is not a series where we say what if anymore, because what if is happening now to us? What if is live day one, Puerto Rico after a hurricane, category five. Imagine no cell phone, no light, no water, no anything. Anywhere. Imagine if radios, telephones, communications were shut down. Imagine if everything and anything that you are used to was gone, except this. Or maybe you don't even have this. You understand that you can only go three days without water? Three days. I'm going to take you through what is happening live at the end of the world. We are the Noriega family. I'm Mr. Noriega. And I'm going to take you on a narrated explanation day by day of what's happened. Day one, the hurricane hit. Katrina hit us hard. Well, not Katrina. I'm sorry. Maria hit us hard. Now, the thing about Maria, if you can imagine it, the hurricane came, but it turned from a normal tropical storm into a Category 5 cyclone within a matter of 24 hours. And since Hurricane Irma had already come and gone, and really it was just a breeze, it was, they, they said Irma was the biggest hurricane ever to hit landfall, but it, it skimmed Puerto Rico. It didn't do anything to us. Yeah, water was gone, and... The lights were gone, etc., for one or two days, and no big deal. No big deal. So when they said another hurricane was approaching, uh, just a week and a half later, everybody took it for granted. I mean, I went to Walmart, and the first thing I said to myself was, <laughs> I should generate it right there. I should probably pick one up, 500 some odd dollars. But like most of us, I said, nah, I'll get it later, maybe a $500 ticket. That's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. 
And uh, as far as getting some jugs of water, well, I looked at them. I saw those uh, five-gallon jugs of water. I said, uh, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, procrastinate, get those later. Well, later never came. And here came Hurricane Maria. Now, the first few hours, none of us were worried. Uh, my wife was saying, oh, it's just going to hit us sideways and... It's going to be, I mean, look at it. There's a, this is actually comfortable, she said. A, a couple of wind howls and this kind of thing. And it was. It looked kind of fun outside. I mean, we had a lot of rain and in our fancy house up on a hill. It's like, yeah, yeah, everything is going fine. But then, then before Hurricane Maria hit land, before the eye of the storm hit land, they decided to shut off the light. Oh, gosh, these people, they shut off the light so quickly. It was annoying at best, but nothing more than that. Now, I knew something was coming in last time, uh, you know, so I had decided to go ahead and go to the store and buy some supplies. And what I thought was supplies was, I'm going to go to the, the, the little local store here, and I actually put down quite a bit of money, I thought. I thought, mm, I'm going to spend 200 bucks. And to tell you the truth, um, I put $200 down, but $200, what was I doing? Getting supplies for a hurricane with $200, that's about the, what I spend on, on groceries anyway. So $200, that's nothing. That's what I did. I bought $200 worth of food. And there was some baby water there. I didn't want to buy it. It was like two bucks instead of a buck. I thought, I'm going to spend so much. So I picked up a gallon of this stuff. And when I rung up, um, yeah, I could use my ATM card, no problem. Uh, my, you know, my uh, debit card uh, punched in the numbers, and I had the fullest cart of anybody else. Everybody else was sh also shopping, but they certainly, you know, cans. Why would you get so many cans? It's just it feels wrong to get so many cans. So, again, I left that grocery store with two hundred dollars worth of cans and a little bit of rice and one gallon of water. Eh, first they were nice, those winds, uh, the winds that came, but then the lights went off. At first the lights came off and it wasn't even, the hurricane hadn't even hit land. And then our lights went off. Right? That was annoying. A few hours later we saw the lights across the, the ravine go off. That was a different town. Okay, their lights are off now. That's quite early. But then the unexpected happened. The most unexpected that anybody would believe. Cell phones went out. That's right, I'm recording this off battery that I'm getting from my car, from my vehicle. And I don't even know how long I'm going to be able to do that. Because what I have to tell you that's happened the days after is unbelievable. But as I was saying cell phones went out I couldn't even see when the storm was coming it was supposed to come in the morning why why the heck are they you know why the hell are they turning off the the, the cell towers now but they went off no more cell phone no more internet no more signal I'm serious you couldn't you can't even dial out you can't call anybody nobody knows if we're dead Nobody can hear a word from us. Now, I didn't know back then what I know now. This was the whole Puerto Rico, the whole island. 
nobody had any communications, no internet, no light, but it's coming back, it always does, and we're set, we, we just got groceries, we're set. The fridge, I put a little ice in there, not much, the fridge is off, we'll eat the food that's in there. We don't have a lot of food in the fridge because like everybody else, we eat at local McDonald's, Burger King, etc., etc., you know, the works, what we're used to, 9 to 5, and we eat what's, uh, what's delicious out there, right? We don't, even for our kids, we, you know, there's some cereal in the cupboards and there's some milk, but uh, not much in the fridge, some steaks in there, whatever, but there's not, uh, nobody makes homemade anymore. We're used to the 9 to 5 the grind and even in the island it's the same thing it's the same exact thing there's mcdonald's burger kings uh, everything all popped up all over the place so why would you why would you stop anywhere stop and, and prepare yourself a homemade delicious feast nutritious when you can go fatten up at mcdonald's right so anyway i can't tell you what it is to sleep through the night or not sleep actually but whatever through howling, howling winds, and you can't see a thing. But see, we could not. About 4 o'clock in the morning, my wife woke up panicked, saying, That's it. Uh, let's get up. But it was so pitch dark that uh, you can't imagine how dark it gets if every light everywhere. Now, the winds got so fierce out there, in the middle of the night, the winds got so fierce that everything is trying to get shelter. And the eye of the sword hasn't even hit the side of the Puerto Rico yet. And, and this thing's due to cross the whole island. So 